Good morning. Great to have you here. 7.06. I got a little ahead of myself. We're talking fringe and holdovers at 7.30. 7.35, technically. Morgan's on at 7.30. Then we'll, we'll talk about that at that point. Right now, wanted to dive into something that's been... It has really been a lightning rod of controversy over the last little while. It is... Uh, some of the concerns about the, the the Edmonton zoning bylaws. So, look, this was this was put in place in order to try and improve the opportunity for densification. And rather than continuing to spread the city out to all that land that's out there, but all those distances of services, part of the idea is just to just to make it make it a little easier for, for for building and getting some densification. Well, there are some concerns. We heard from Kevin Taft, representing a citizens group, earlier on in the uh, in the summer worried that this is going to mean that there's no oversight as to, to when taller buildings might be able to be built right next to older established neighborhoods. So there, there are people who would be infuriated over, you know, their old neighborhoods suddenly having larger buildings bounced around. Are there misconceptions? Are there true concerns? Uh, Kim Petron is the acting deputy city manager of the City of Edmonton's Urban Planning and Economy Department. And uh, recently uh, wrote uh, wrote an op-ed and has been trying to address some of these issues. So Kim's going to join us this morning, and we're going to run through a whole bunch of them, <laughs> I think, this morning. Kim, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, why did you think it was important to, to to really have this conversation and try to try try to clarify? Uh, do you think there's been a whole bunch of misconception? Well, I'm really excited that people are starting to tune into the project. Um, we've been working on the project for a number of years, but um, really important that people have uh, accurate information to be able to make, um, understand what's happening in their community and be able to participate in the process. Uh, one of the big issues was that this bylaw is going to mean, like I said, in some established areas, that suddenly that there will be high rises, blocking view, changing the character of a neighborhood with very little recourse to do anything about it for the existing residents. Is that a, a, an issue? So maybe what I'll do is I'll start with what our policy direction is. So our city plan is really about how we're going to grow as a city to welcome 2 million more people into our city. And so we have a number of projects um, that we're working on to be able to realize that vision. And change will happen incrementally and over time. But, you know, one of the things that we've certainly heard from community, because as I noted, people are, are just starting to tune in, um, is that there hasn't been a lot of engagement and we actually started the project a number of years ago, really grounded in the foundation of research and, and discussion papers to, get, to bring Edmontonians along on the journey of this project. And over the last two years, we were developing and building the project, so writing the bylaw and refining the bylaw through engagement. And we did a lot of really interesting tactics um, through the project to be able to get people to participate. So we created a YouTube video series, a podcast. We had uh, schedule a chat with a planner. We attended counselor events, and we promoted the project through many different forms using community leagues or social media and newsletters to be able to have people start to engage and tell us what they think. Which are all good things, but I don't know that most people, like you said, people are now getting engaged because there's been red flags and alarms thrown up, and that grabs people's attentions, it would seem, more than a YouTube video or community newsletters. 
Absolutely. Well, you know, I think having access to the information is really important. And I think, you know, one of the misconceptions is, is the scale of change that's being contemplated. And so certainly when changes happen in our community, you know, if we have a new house being built next door, um, it can be hard or it feels, you feel uncertainty of what's, what's going to be developed. And so the bylaw uh, where I'm hearing most of the concern is around our small scale residential zone. So the zone that, you know, applies to where people generally live in, in single attached homes. So we've established rules um, that have setbacks and site coverage and height maximums that set limits on how big that building can be. And this approach creates the box of what can fit inside uh, inside the building. And so the biggest change that I'm hearing concerns about is particularly related to height. Yes. Um, so in, in many of our mature communities where uh, a single detached house would be developed today, the maximum height is 8.9 metres. Um, the new so zoning bylaw... Is that a two-storey house or is that a three-storey walk-up? What, what, what does that equate to? about a two and a half story house okay. um, so typically what you would see developed in mature communities today about two and a half stories and the height is increasing to allow for up to three stories uh, and <laughs> now now we're pushing it a little bit and is that the issue for some people so that's definitely a concern that, that um, Edmontonians have around what the impact of that uh, increase of height would be, how that might impact, um, you know, your property and where you live, mm -hmm. and certainly where your home is. It's, you know, really important to you. Um, but we have to recognize that, you know, more people are moving to Edmonton, and we have to think about the future around how we accommodate our growing population and, you know, being mindful of, of housing affordability. And now the zoning bylaw is not going to ensure affordability, but it's it's one factor or one tool that the city can use to influence housing choice and supply and and, and impact affordability. So the intent of the new bylaw is that we want to welcome more people everywhere um, at all different stages of their life. Um, we have many mature communities that, um, you know, we have uh, seniors as an example and want to move out of their house, but they don't have another place to move into in their community that might be a little bit smaller or more, you know, a little bit easier for them to live in, in an apartment or something like that. So this is really about trying to um, provide more choice of housing within our city. Okay. Uh, Kim Petron is a... Uh Acting City uh, Deputy City Manager for uh, Urban Planning in Edmonton. So, uh, on the three-story issue, and I do want to get to some others. I don't want to just uh, just dwell on this one one. But on the three, is that still just a single lot? We're not going to. Would you would would this allow for three-story walk-up apartment complexes in established neighborhoods? If somebody's able to get two or three lots, and a developer wants to put up an apartment building that's three stories high, does that qualify? Is that allowed, or would that still be something that's up in the air? That would be something that we'd, you'd have to go through a, a land development process on. So we do have policy direction from our city plan to, you know, see density increase along our nodes and corridors. So a node would be an area like the, something that has an LRT station or is, you know, West Edmonton Mall is an example, and a corridor would be a major road like 137th Avenue, White Avenue, or, or Stony Plain Road. And so we want to focus our density around those, those nodes and corridors, and uh, it allows people access to uh, different mobility choices, such as uh, transit or LRT. And so if you wanted to do something like you suggested, an apartment building, you would need to rezone the property um, to be able to allow for those additional development rights. 
So the zoning bylaw renewal, this project, is not going to up-zone property to allow for increased density. You still have to go through uh, a land development process. Now, we do have other projects going on, such as district planning, which will provide more clarity around where we would want to see increased density. And so certainly Edmontonians can participate in that project and get more information of what's happening there. Uh, we also often talk about uh, consultation, uh, having people involved in it, getting neighbours in order to get to be part of the process. How much real say do people get? You can be heard and you can express your concerns, but does that matter if, if, if the decision is made to go ahead, even if people aren't uh, happy with it? It does matter, absolutely. The input of all Edmontonians, and there's certainly a diversity of perspectives um, in terms of how people feel about the proposed changes in the bylaw. Um, we've brought this project a number of times to City Council to seek direction around what is being contemplated. And in October, October 16th, the new bylaw will be presented to City Council for discussion and consideration at a public hearing. And so certainly this is another uh, part of the process that Edmontonians can participate participate in, whether they uh, support the bylaw or not, they can uh, uh, write a letter or attend to speak uh, at the public hearing. But certainly the result of the bylaw is the input of thousands of comments and feedback that we've heard from all of our stakeholders, um, Edmontonians, community leagues, uh, development industry. And so certainly we're, we're Recognizing there are trade-offs. Um, not everyone is happy with all things within the bylaw, but the outcome is around providing more housing in our city and looking to really create that vibrant urban place uh, that we see Edmonton becoming. And is. Kim, just before we let you go, what's the timeline on this? Uh, October 16th is the uh, new bylaw will be presented to City Council for discussion at a public hearing. So the agenda for that public hearing will be posted uh, in early September and more information can be found on our website at edmonton.ca forward slash zoning bylaw. And assuming it goes through, when might it come into effect? It would be effective January 1st, 2024. We will get the feeling that's going to be an interesting conversation in mid-October, I suspect. What do you think? Looking forward to it. Right. Kim Patron, thanks so much for your time this morning. Appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, Kim with the uh, City of Edmonton's Urban Planning and Economy Department. Uh, thoughts? There are, some, there are some people who are still... There are going to be some ticked-off people. There, there's no doubt, especially the, the NIMBY idea, not in my backyard, because that three-story three house or two-and-a-half-story house is going to block all the, all the light from a yard that I've had for decades. Why is that fair? There is going to be some, some unfairness, and it's a matter of how much, I guess.